Welcome to Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Verkley. Nope. No, no, you're not. Who, yes, what? I am. I mean, you look like him, but what Kevin, are you... Kevin, I thought this man's life was easy, and we switched places. Okay, but I mean, why... This the... is a Freaky Friday situation. <laughs> no, I got I got that, sir, but why are you doing the voice? Like, the... I'm not sir. My name is Jeremy Verkley. Wait, is the other person's name sir? No. But I'm not, I'm just, I'm, you never call me, sir, so I said. Uh, all right. All right, let's, let, let's go. I have to learn my lesson, Kevin. All right, well, we'll do the podcast, and you'll learn your stupid lesson, I guess, about podcasting. Let's go. I'm not on board with this. Welcome to Spooktober, Kevin. <laughs> Stop saying that. We're not doing a horror thing. It's scary. It it's is. a scary time in Spooktober. Uh, what, a, what a spooky time we are in right now. If you now. don't want it to be Spooktober, then it's Spooktober. I mean, to, I mean, to be fair, we are recording this on Friday the 13th. It's spooky. Ooh, it comes up occasionally. <laughs> It's a regular occurrence on calendars. <laughs> there are movies named after it. Ooh. Ooh. Dates. <laughs> I want to hear the dumbest riddle ever. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, There's a guy who's stuck on a, a deserted island. Um, and he has nothing but a calendar. But he survives a whole month on this desert, deserted island. How does he do it? He eats the calendar? No. He eats the fries on Friday and the Sundays on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb, right? So he did eat the calendar. No, he ate the fries and the Sundays. Right, of course. Yeah. Of course he did. Of course. That makes he logical did. sense. Yeah. I <laughs> Thanks, dumb riddle. So what we're actually saying is about a week in he started to hallucinate. <laughs> as the grip of death overtook him. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That nice, cozy grip of death. Mm, that mm. Nice, a nice, gentle grip of death. <laughs> I, got a new, I got a new blanket. What brand is it? Oh, grip of death. Grip of death. Grip of death. It's brand. very cozy. It's you very... know gravity blankets? Nah, this is better. <laughs> he reminds me that I'm alive by putting me within an inch of death. At all times while I'm sleeping. <laughs> Chilly sleep is just a glimpse at the world beyond. <laughs> Isn't that, you know, like... Stressful? Nah, man, it's good. <laughs> Trust me, it's good. It's good. It's good. I love cuddling on my couch with my grip of death blanket, watching the master challenge. It's a snuggie. Let's be clear. It is a snuggie. <laughs> it is a snuggie. <laughs> it's That's how you get in every cranny. It's just a gray snuggie. It's a well, whole body snuggie. Yeah, no, it's a full body snuggie. Yeah, yeah. It's got like the, there's a small the back. No, there's like a square blanket and arm holes. Like a yeah. snuggie. Yeah, it but snuggy. it keeps going, and there's also leg holes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a reverse jumpsuit that's just open in the Yeah, it's open back. in the back. It's open in the back. It goes all the way around your legs because it needs to stay on your legs. But it stops at the butt. So you, and you just butt to shoulder. It's free. So you can just walk around. Yeah, you just walk around in your blanket. Uh, Not dumb. a worse product than the snuggie. Not uh, a worse product than the Snuggie. At least when you can move around in. Yeah. 
Like, like the study commercials were originally like people in blankets, and they're like, "Oh God, I got to answer this phone, uh, but I got this blanket. I want to read this book, but my arms are under this blanket. How am I going to figure this out by repositioning the blanket? No, I am an American. <laughs> I need holes. Or Canadian. They're also spelled. They're also sold in Canada. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I had a snuggie. Yeah, I got it from a Vector cereal box. <laughs> I think so. A lot of people got their snuggies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Either impulse buys at the Walmart checkout line or from a Vector cereal box. Yes. I also got a workout shirt from Vector Cereal Box. Man, Vector Cereal Box is bank for you. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Vector Cereal with your... I like half of the stuff in there. Yeah, Vector Cereal, not a sponsor. Not a uh, sponsor. <laughs> but if only... But if only. If only... Man, if Vector, if you sponsored our podcast, we would make for, it extreme just for you. <laughs> for years. For years. For years, Vector had been my go-to because yeah. it's extreme. It is extreme. Hey, Jeremy, we have a topic today. What? And this kind of has to do with do that. Do we have an actual segue? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out what you're doing halfway through there. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> the topic for today is Jeremy. Yes. I watched Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Oh, I see. I've also sort of watched that movie. <laughs> sort of? Yes, sort of. Okay. I was on a plane coming from China. Yeah. And the person beside me decided to pay for movies. Yeah. But they were Chinese. So I saw it, but I did not hear it, and the subtitles were in Chinese. So I did not read it either. <laughs> so so essentially that uh, that uh, some nice Chinese person, I don't know if they're man or female, uh, the nice Chinese person was like, I want to see just a slab of meat. <laughs> just a sweet Vin diesel slab Maybe of meat. Maybe they're a big fan of Vin Diesel. Maybe he's got that pull. Maybe he's big in China, maybe, like how maybe um, he's big in China, like how uh, well, I mean, like how Jackie Chan is God fast... Emperor of China. <laughs> I was, or, walk, or like I was David... walking down the street in Shanghai, yeah. and there is the side of a building, like probably <laughs> probably thirty five feet high and about one hundred and twenty feet wide. It's just Jackie Chan. It's Jackie Chan in a chef's outfit, being like, "I like this restaurant." <laughs> I thought this is Jackie Chan. Like, not promoting anything or any particular. Just a photo of Jackie Chan. No, it's definitely an advertisement. But it's the biggest advertisement I've ever seen. <laughs> I was thinking how David Hasselhoff is, you know, the king of uh, Germany. Yeah. 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 Uh, He's the Kaiser. I feel like, I feel like um, Fast and Furious movies are either really, really popular in China or really, really popular in Japan. I think they're probably really popular in Japan. I don't know enough to to talk about that. But hey, uh, in Triple X, Return of Xander Cage, Triple Triple X is Xander Cage, yeah. and not when Ice Cube was him. <laughs> and not in Ice that Cube. one movie. Yeah. Uh, Although I love Ice Cube, I love that Ice Cube. Oh. Ice Cube is this weird joke that like he's so serious about being a badass. There's some air quotes around that badass. Yeah. Right, and like being a grumpy rapper that. He's he's like his own joke. You're both intimidated and laughing at him at the same time. Let's be clear. His the the rap name, the rap code name that he chose was Ice Cube. Yeah. Ice which, Cube, which is something you put in drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Melts and on melts. sunny days. Yep. It's not as bad as iced tea. That's true. I guess. Yeah. I. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's a rapper out there that called himself Humpty, so. And that's Digital Underground. No? I don't know. Who did the Humpty the, dance? The Humpty, I uh, Humpty. Humpty did the Humpty dance. I know, no, but he, there's a na, band. Na, na, here's uh, your chance. Do the hum. I'll do the hump to hum. 
So in Triple the, hump, the, hump. the return of Xander Cage and the other ones, I assume. I mean, Ice Cube has a cameo in it. I watched. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I watched Triple X. I did not see Say the Union, the one with Ice Cube in it. I did see that one. <laughs> Good. So together we can combine our uh, knowledge. I've seen all three of them in some form. Some form. Some form. You watch. No, you watch a, a silent version of Triple X Return of Xander Cage with Chinese subtitles. It doesn't mean I did not understand what was going on. <laughs> Perfect. So in Triple X Return of Xander Cage and in the other ones, Triple yeah. uh, X is played by Vin Diesel, a, a walking meat locker. Uh, who want, who's just sheening. He's through. just the most extreme. Yeah, and he's just sheening through that entire think, movie. Think about everything that happened in the 90s with comics. Take away all the shoulder pads and belts and guns and swords, and you have Xander Cage. Yeah, there's a, there's a moment at the beginning of the movie where he climbs up a tower, gets a device, and then the only way down, of course, is to use skis. Yeah. Which he had pre-planned. Yeah. <laughs> like, there Set were just... skis. Just left some skis around. There were just skis. And in, the, and in the woods were the ski poles. Yeah. So he's like, I got an idea. <laughs> and then he skied through the jungle. Because, yeah. oh yeah, no, no, no. They're not in a mountain No, place. there's not snow. They're in like Argentina or yeah. something. Or Bolivia. Yeah. Yeah. One of those places. <laughs> some sweet, dense jungle. <laughs> so, he's an extreme sportsman. And he the, is these extreme sports. And especially when Turner Xander Cage, there's a bunch of extreme sportsmen. Yeah. And one DJ. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they need they need some sweet tracks for their tapes. I'm not entirely sure. If, no, I was saying there's Ruby Rose in that and she's just a sniper. But I think she does like gymnastics at one point. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. The DJ. Think think about it like this. Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, is if the people who made those sport check videos yeah. of a bunch of people doing extreme sports were superheroes. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's that the world needs to be saved by extreme sportsers. So what's, like, our, what's our topic, Kevin? Because we haven't said what our topic The world can only is. be saved by extreme sportsers. Okay. The, at the beginning of Triple X, you have um, Samuel L. Jackson playing Samuel L. Jackson, I assume. Yeah. Um, no, his name is Gibbons. Playing some Gibbons. Playing Gibbons. Gibbons. Um, and he's interviewing a football player called Niermeyer Jr. I don't know. His, I can't remember his first name. Oh, but yeah. he, but he, it's, Europe, it's European football, by the way. Yeah. Um, and he's it's, like... It's real football. Yeah, and he's giving him like um, the, the, the ball that you play with your foot. Yeah. And he's, he's being like, hey... Guy, you know, you got to... Sup, motherfucker? Yeah, so, <laughs> sports are so important. And there's Z-Dog off in the town with his dog, Lords of Dogtown. And yeah. skateboarders. And you should be a secret agent. Huh? <laughs> and then the guy's like, I don't really want to. And then someone robs the Chinese restaurant they're in. Uh. And, <laughs> and our sweet football boy does some sweet tricks with a... Uh, one of those napkin dispensers oh, and yeah. kicked it into the uh, the robber's head. Oh, cool! Which proves that he should be a secret agent. That's true. That's yeah a prerequisite skill for being no, a secret agent. He has not been trained cool to be shit. A, he has not been trained to be a secret agent. No, he just point. has those skills. Yes. So this is a world where if you are an extreme sportsman, not only are you usually like morally good, yeah, you also have incredible powers incredible usually based around whatever extreme sport you're doing yeah 
but and also just incredible powers. Donnie Yen is shot in the chest and is like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatevs. Rory McCain, who's playing a guy called Tennyson, gets shot in the chest and the butt, and he's like, whatever. Yeah, it's the big bearded dude, right? Yep, it's yeah. the hound. Yeah. See, like, I have no idea what they actually did, but like, I could see what they were doing. I was like, that person would be dead seven times over. This person doesn't have any real abilities. They're just a giant wall of moving Well, I mean, Tennyson's ability is to crash. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Like, he's their driver, but he also crashed. He's introduced getting into a car and just ramming a bank of ATMs. Yeah. And then the police are there immediately because assuming they saw a crazy man in a car revving up at a... And they're like, (laughs) we should probably get there. He's gonna... Uh, It's gonna be the third time he's tried this. (laughs) And then he's... And it should, be, it should be made clear that also if you're an extreme sports star, you can pretty much get out of any trouble you want because... You're extreme. Yeah, because he crashes into those ATMs. And then there's not even a scene where, like, Triple X gets him out of jail. He's just sort of there now. Yeah. Um, and then the then you have Ruby Rose. Well, I remember without any of the text, it was very confusing how these characters all got together. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> But that's not – we don't need to talk about Triple X, the movie. Okay. We need to talk about this world where ex- only it can only be saved yes. by extreme sports people. Well, and my, and- my favorite part about this topic is that it implies that the world is constantly in danger. Well, it's kind of like when we did the um, Only Children to Save the World. Yeah. Like – you you need extreme sports heroes to do that. So what you get is you get if everyone knows that extreme that once you're an extreme sportsman, yeah. you get super magic powers that allow you to survive like I don't know falls from a plane that has just collided with a satellite. Yeah, <laughs> um, then people are going to like go for that because it's more than just being in shape. Yeah, it's being a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that means that more of the population tries to go into extreme sports. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have an extreme sports population. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's going to be kind of like that. that this one is we have just, just every, every movie in the 90s. This is every action movie from the 90s. World. Yeah. I mean, if you're entering a building, you're coming through some sort of window. Yeah. Yeah. Doors are obsolete. No, doors are built in because you know there's some people that aren't going to want to do that. <laughs> They just have a. They have an off day. They're like, I don't want to jump from that building to this building. Well, also, there's some people going to be like, I don't really like extreme sports. <laughs> also, I don't really want to be around gunfire. I don't want to be a superhero. I don't really want to do that stuff. Can I just have my samosa Mimosa. at home oh, in oh, peace? Oh, okay, samosa. No, samosa. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have my samosa, my, my, my mimosa? And my Samoan friend and in, just hang out. Just hang out in peace. Just hang out. Uh, one of the rules that should be – or one of the things that should be put up, since we're doing this based off of the Triple X world. Yeah. If you're a good enough DJ, that also counts. That qualifies. Which means there has to be other qualifiers. Like if you are just – if there's something in the 90s that was really cool in the 90s. Okay. Even if this is like 1700s. So if you're just the grungiest dude. You have yeah. superpowers. Yeah, if you're like a little, if you're like anti-authority, but like re- still really good, big about justice. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not like one of those mean anarchists. No, no, you're like one of those because the government is apparently inherently bad. In also, if you're from the band Train, Train, they're pretty nineties. You're going for Train? Yeah, they're pretty popular. I but I don't think they're the extreme sports popular. If you're from like Papa Roach, uh, no, I'd say Papa. Uh... <laughs> 
You went for train. Yeah. I Drop to the, Jupiter. Yeah. Now that she's back in the atmosphere, Kevin. <laughs> okay, so there's an actual story about some extreme sportswoman who jumped to Jupiter. Jumped from Jupiter. From Jupiter. Ju- well, I mean, she had to get to Jupiter in the first place. No, she place. flew there. She was, she was a pole vaulter. <laughs> she pole, those, vo- pole vaulted to Jupiter and one, then flew back. One of those extreme pole vaulters. Like, she yeah. pole vaulted over, like, barbed wire or something and be like, no, she just makes me feel alive. <laughs> She pole vaulted over oceans, Kevin. That was her thing. Of course. Yeah. She First pole- she started with the English Channel. <laughs> she pole vaulted to Jupiter yeah. and then, I guess, free dive back into the yeah, atmosphere. Free dive with drops of Jupiter in her hair. <laughs> drops of Jupiter in her hey, hair. Hey, a Thanks, lead singer of Train. You guys are back doing stuff. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Can you remember No Lunch Fried Deep Fried Chicken? What? Your best friend always sticking up for Stop. you. That's lyrics from the song. Yeah, it's... And now they're back doing other music that's popular. Yeah. I mean, it's basically the same music as they did before. It's come full circle. <laughs> Except for now they're 20 years older. Okay. I've got a band that we'll, both of us will agree on. Okay. Smash Mouth. <laughs> no, you're right. Smash <laughs> yeah. Mouth is. Yeah. <laughs> Smash Mouth is essentially just at that point a like crew of superheroes. Yeah. As they are in our world yeah, as well. Yeah, as well. <laughs> I have no idea any people from so, there. So this is like if you're a popular enough band, if you're a break dancer. Yeah, break dancer, absolutely. If you're break a break dancer, dancer, extreme sports person. Yep. Um, well, I mean, DJ. You, thing, you have to be a band that's popular enough with the right group. Yeah. Like, like, like once again, even going back, like the monkey. Wait, I have a question. Wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I have a question. Do the Backstreet Boys qualify? No. Okay. I mean, what, I mean, I mean they're, they're popular enough. They're popular enough, but like you have to think of if if the, if you're shredding down a mountain, being chased by an avalanche, what music would play? It would be All Star. Yeah, yeah. But wait, wait, or Ke- walking on wait, the Kevin, sun. Let me let me pitch this idea to you. Mm, all right. You said that it's related to the type of thing that they do is their power, right? Yeah. So what if for a boy band they just have super seduction powers so they are superheroes they are superheroes but but it's not that useful so you could get them as like covert operations yeah the backstreet boys are heading in there like covertly trying to get you know i don't know the russians yeah sure probably the russians probably it's the 90s so it's probably the russians i mean, I mean also a lot of these ones it would be also just be like your own government yeah like the backstreet boys would be going against the american government because the governments are inherently apparently corrupted yeah i mean the world's always in danger <laughs> it's a pretty shitty government, probably because extreme sports people keep on going and overthrowing it, and it never has a chance to settle. The rule seems to be in these movie, in like in Triple X, and also movies seem like it, that the poorer part of the world you're in, the happier your life is actually. Yeah, because they, they always show them in like you know, um, you know, uh, villages off either in you know South America or um, I think in Triple X he goes to like russia or something yeah um but always like those people are like they have like they don't have the money but they have heart and they yeah have love and they also don't have to deal with all this crazy bullshit <laughs> and they also don't have to deal with crazy bullshit yeah in fact they get extreme sports stars who want to come in and to be to appear quote-unquote humble yeah they hang out with them god damn it i hate this world <laughs> yeah you you get you guys yourself some pity cable <laughs> no, god damn it <laughs> because that's what he does at the game triple yeah <laughs> Triple X returns out of cage. I'm not gonna be able to say that full name every single time. I'm gonna but you lose, should. <laughs> gonna lose the control of it. Uh, he steals cable for a small group. Yeah. Okay, so in this world, 
if you do anything well enough, that was super popular in the nineties. <laughs> that seems to be our rule. Yes, it seems to be the rule. If, if if it can be if it can be dubbed as extreme, extreme. Yes, because because yeah, you, you're if you're an extreme DJ, hell, if you can be an extreme like knitter. Yeah, I mean there are extreme yeah. knitters out there. Yeah, you have. I think we talked about them. We once. did. You have to be extreme about it. though. Extreme. That is the main rule. Yeah, like knitting an entire cozy over a car. It's pretty extreme. Yeah, <laughs> as far as knitting <laughs> and then goes. You, and then you get knitting powers, which allows you to knit a cozy over. I don't know an enemy <laughs> to subdue him. <laughs> <laughs> Fear me and my cozy net. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm so comfortable. Oh no! You just knit. You just knit. It's just like, like my grandma's. Uh. like the idea that you just like knit like a groat around someone's neck. <laughs> just trying uh. I mean, people do kill people. <laughs> like they're so violent. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, I need this movie. <laughs> need the movie of the secret agent who's just the best knitter in the world. Oh, absolutely. And Samuel L. Jackson comes up and it's like, "Sup? You a bad motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> you a bad motherfucker and your country needs your knitting skills <laughs> and it's like here are your gadgets and he pulls out and there's like two knitting needles that also fire lasers and <laughs> these needles have guns in them motherfucker <laughs> these needles have smaller needles in them that you can shoot at supersonic speeds it's like a russian nesting doll of needles needles everywhere you get these needles you put them in other needles and you find needles at this enemy whose name just happens to be needles here's a ball of thread when you knit something out of it it'll make you invisible <laughs> here's another ball of thread it's actually a bomb don't confuse them <laughs> <laughs> yes i need this movie are you paying attention nana <laughs> Yes, yes, it's like a 95-year-old woman. I got it. This is the best. She goes skydiving, knits her own parachute. Yes. I mean, that would not work, but yes. <laughs> Special knitting stuff. Yeah. It, no, in this in this world, it does work. In this world, it does work. Yeah. Yeah. She can do it because she's an extreme knitter. Yeah. Yeah. Betty White, extreme knitter. I don't know if she's that into knitting. I don't know but either. She, she but that's the actress who would she play She would it. definitely play the character. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a great movie. All right. So if you're extreme enough at anything, it becomes a superpower. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a few things that I guess wouldn't work with that. Like, you, you could not become extreme with it. But if you can figure out extreme cooking, yeah, absolutely. If you're I mean, one of those. There's people that extreme nap, Kevin. What, 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 what? There's, oh. people, there's people that extreme nap. <clears throat> what? They nap extremely. Yeah. They just do it a lot. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think that qual. I don't think you can just put extreme in front of it and say that it is extreme. I mean, it has to be extreme. Well, how do you define extreme? I will define extreme for you. It, it's probably something that's like. It, to me, it's do, It's just doing something to the nth degree, right? Yeah. So if you like wake up and ha- like if you never actually sleep, you just wake up, do something for an hour, and then nap for an hour, and then wake up and do something for an hour, and nap for an hour. Existing in a very high degree. Yeah. Going to great or exaggerated length. Yeah. Extreme napping, Kevin. All right. But, I mean, your only powers, <laughs> then, are related to napping. So yeah. it means that you are sleeping, and then you can you sleep You have better. controlled narcolepsy, Kevin. <laughs> Good. What a useful... What a useful power to have. No. Also, you can sleep through anything. <laughs> What a great spy and anywhere. you are. What a great spy you are. 
I guess you'll always be well rested. No, you won't. You'll always want to sleep more. Yeah. It's not. It's a bad thing. It's a thing. Dark, dark spiral. It's a extreme, bad thing. Extreme it's, napping. It's soon you will sleep forever. In the, in the comforting grip of death. Yes. <laughs> Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> the grip of death blanket comes in black. I said black and gray. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you got to have some color in it. You got to switch it up. You're currently wearing a black and gray striped sweater. That's essentially what I'm imagining. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so you're already in the grip of I'm death. I'm already in the cozy grip of death. You're already in the cozy grip of death. You're wearing all gray, I just realized. I, do, I also just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun pair we are <laughs> in our hushed tones. I just kicked your dog in the butt by accident. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> So I, I'll agree with you that, yeah, if you can do just something to the I think, nth here's degree, the thing. I then think, yeah. I think that if that's the case, everyone in this world just does stuff to the nth degree for everything. Well, because you have to because it, yeah. it makes you better at that. Well, it makes you better in general. Like you can – like we're, with like with the knitting example, you can knit your own parachute and it will work. Yeah. No, here's the thing. I think by the rules of what I saw in Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Yes. It is sort of focused down. Like, you can't be extreme at everything because you can't dedicate the... Like, 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 I think part of extremeness also takes dedication. Yeah. Like, you can't just be... You can't just be like, you know what? I will go skydiving without a parachute because I feel like it. Yeah. But no, no if, if you are, like, you know, a wingsuit guy and that is your thing, you are dedicated to wingsuiting, you can wingsuit up. Yeah. <laughs> you can just go off into the distance. You're essentially a flying raccoon at that point. Yeah. Just, ah! <laughs> Not flying raccoon, flying squirrel. Yeah. Also, that was a bird sound I made. It was. What? <laughs> it was. It's a confusing animal. <laughs> I'm a monstrosity. <laughs> Everyone, run. Yeah, because I mean, like the the thing is, is that there are already people sort of that do things to the nth degree, right? Yeah, and they're based their specialty professions. Like some of them are fairly obvious, like uh, helicopter snowboarders, or yeah. Uh, like street losers who are batshit crazy, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, or uh, skeleton, or yeah, where where you're like, hey, that losing's lame. What if we went down face first? Yeah, um, losing's lame. I don't want to go feet first. Also, take away that protection. Ha! <laughs> it's, essentially, it's essentially someone lying about. I'm going to say two inches above the pavement and just screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're a superhero. They're a superhero. As they come by, you as just long as they them. go face first. Well, uh, you, well, you know, you're running away from terrorists, and you know, you need escape. But then all of a sudden, you tear off like a chunk of a board. And it's like this will work for me. And then you start skeletoning down. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Or you're running away from people in a grocery store, and you just like take a cart and you rip the top off and <laughs> jump on this lower part and skeleton away. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Tennyson has a skill of crashing. Yeah. He's a, he's a stunt man. Yeah. Which means he can quote unquote drive. Yeah. But really, he can crash. Yeah. Really, so he, he has super durability when crashing. When crashing. When specifically crashing. when crashing. So he can crash into bullets and stop them. <laughs> exactly. That's why he's. That's why he uh, was survived getting shot. Yeah. He's like, I have a plan that ran in and got shot. It's because he's like, I'm only immortal if I crash into the bullets. <laughs> so he ran at the bullets. Yeah. And Make, crashed into makes them. Makes sense. 
That makes a lot more sense than what actually happened in that movie, which is that he said, I have a plan, and then ran out into bullets. Yeah. It makes more sense if he's like, I'm immortal. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think the text makes this movie make more sense. I think I have the exact same experience you do watching this movie. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. But you, you don't get to know the pleasure that is Donnie Yen. That's Actually, true. no, you do. He's yeah. pretty. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. Donnie Yen's the best person. Yeah. Um, okay. So if everybody is doing extreme things in this world, yep. that means a lot of sort of middling stuff is taken out in terms of profession. Right? Well, I mean, like, the, the thing I always talk about is still there. Action archaeologist. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Action archaeologist. Like, that's the only way to you do archaeology. What, you know what is actually a really popular job and is pretty cool in this in this world? Magician. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's really cool in our world as well. <laughs> no, just Yes, just, it is. Just this yes, one. magicians. <laughs> no. The magicians are effect- – the magicians can do magic. Yeah. Like, almost legitimate magic. They, they have superhuman sleight of hand. They're like those people from Now You See Me. Yeah. The greatest movie ever made. I've never seen that movie. Oh, God. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's about it's, magic. It's funny because it's also a joke. It's like you, you – now you see me. I was like, I've never seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a funny word joke. Yeah, it's a funny word joke. Funny you monster. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so yeah, there's magicians and they're doing like literal magic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they essentially have the ability to also like once again, it is still the tricks. Yeah, but they have the ability to set those tricks incredibly fast. Yeah, and just get this, get like the stuff from whatever they need. They can it from. saw somebody in half, no problem. Yeah, the yeah. Person's fine. And it's like, did you have the setup to do that? Didn't nope. need it. Didn't need it. I'm extreme magicianing. Extreme magician. <laughs> and then he just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> no, he turns into a dove and flies away. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> turns into a bunch of doves. Yeah. In a coat. Like a vampire. <laughs> like a vamp. The magician's like a dove vampire. Yeah, like a dove vampire. Like a dove vampire. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Except instead of sucking blood, it steals your wonder. <laughs> oh, no, it grants you wonder. Yeah, okay. So you become its thrall. Yeah. 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 Magicians are vampires. Are uh, vamp- dove vampires? Dove vampires. <laughs> they're they're dove vampires, so they're just very clean and smell very nice. Yeah, no, no. birds are gross, man. I was talking about dove, like the oh, the soap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, birds are gross. You're absolutely correct. Speaking of products, do you want to go commercial? Yeah, let's go to commercial. <laughs> This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Pure Darkness. All right, I know. I can't see anything. I can't see anything either. Can you read the copy? Uh, no. I ho- just hope I'm in front of my microphone. Okay. Um, hang on. This table. I can yeah. hear the table. Okay. Hear the table. All right. Um, okay. Oh, I. there's no. a different sound. Yeah. Is Oh, I, Kevin? Do, Kevin? Do, Jeremy, where are you? I'm in front of my microphone. You found it? I found my microphone. Okay. I'm touching a dog how big is it very okay i know you only have a tiny small and medium dog so that is not a dog kevin pure darkness kevin something horrible just happened what my phone went off yeah yeah so that means that you get to tell me what i do an ode to do we are we going to count that <laughs> yeah i mean it went off with a no it it dinged oh oh <laughs> So let me uh, put that in do not disturb mode. Yeah, you, t- you put that in do not disturb mode. Yeah. It is time. <laughs> it's time for you to get revenge. Time for you to get revenge. Do I tell you now? 
Uh, I guess you have till the end of the episode to tell me. Perfect. But it's the beginning of the next one. I've got to do an an, an ode. Yes, you do. Yes, you yeah. do. I'll tell you the all the ode at the end of the episode. Okay. All right. I I don't know how much we're going off of Triple X, the Return of Xander Cage, um, but in that also Vin Diesel doesn't drink. No. No. Well, very straight edge. Straight edge is a form of extremism. Oh no! So oh no, Kevin! No, no, no! But here's the crazy thing about that. That's living. That that's what they say: living your life to the extreme. Yeah. So are they just like walking gods? I no, no, <laughs> no, they're not. Okay, never mind. <laughs> are no, alcoholics no. walking gods? Nope. Something about living your life to the extreme. I think Cause then, it's, then it's generalized. I think they're just aware. They're hyper aware of stuff <laughs> because they're sober. Because they're so they're so sober <laughs> all the time. They're so sober they can't make any jokes, Kevin. That's why no one in the Triple X movie is a funny man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. They are. <laughs> that movie has many parts where they're like, and now laugh. And I'm like, no. No. No, you didn't do a good job. Yeah. I'll laugh now, yeah. but you didn't want me to laugh. <laughs> oh, but, but this means, uh, I think the main point is there's, there's no, like, there's not a nine to five office job. No, because you wouldn't really... People wouldn't want to do that. It has less value. I mean... But the thing is, that would it still be necessary? Like, could you build a world around... Which I, I, I'm asking a question that we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Can we build a world around, like, well, he, extremeness? Here's the thing. If people are extreme, if we go back... If the world has always been this way, if we go back to the hunter-gatherer stage, as we often do... Mm-hmm. Right? The people who are most successful are the people who just get super into physical stuff. Right? Yeah. And like, you extreme, can ex- extreme, extreme hunting, ca- extreme, extreme hunting, gathering, extreme camping, <laughs> just hanging from trees. Yeah, yeah, right. So things like shelter become less important because being in a safe place where you don't have to do extreme things actually makes you weaker as a species. So you, so you'll need to always be in peril and danger and exactly. So we wouldn't worry so too much about. I don't think security. I don't think there'd be cities. Just roving bands of extreme sports. Bands. Yeah, I think we're all nomadic. <laughs> no, I can see that. And, and the, the only people who get into like furthering technology are the people who are extremely into that. Extreme scientists. Extreme scientists. Mad scientists. Yep, mad scientists. Which is are why a thing the world, world is so dangerous. Yeah. Okay. So what you have is you have a group of people who are who are super extreme into like science and technology, and they're mad scientists. Yeah. By nature, they have to be. Yeah. Um, you can have good math scientists, I assume. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. if your mad science is all about uh, obtaining sustainable energy systems, then yeah, yeah you're a pretty good mad scientist. Yeah. But so much of this world is going to be the battle between mad scientists and extreme sportsmen. I mean, uh, yeah, it's the the between brains and brawn, basically, on the two ends of the spectrum. And they're both extreme. They're both extreme. So it's a never-ending battle. But here's the part that I said oh no from before, is that people who are extremely into their religion also have superpowers. I mean, that's inherently extreme-ism. Yeah. Uh. Right? So not only do you have this, like, science faction and this... Physical faction. And the sports faction. Yeah. Called the sports faction. Science and sports. You also have these groups of people who are like, Cthulhu is the one true master of the world. You do have cults, yes. Yeah, right. You have fanatics. You have fanatics. Though, once again, like, like the powers that they have don't, don't, necessarily, don't necessarily have to line up. 
Like, if, if, you, if you're actually a fanatic, then I guess you're just really, really good at... Well, it has to do with their belief, right? So I don't think you get the, I don't think you get the powers from your belief. You just get extreme versions of what you're doing. Yeah. So you you don't gain the ability to do miracles. You gain the ability to pray really well. I think you gain the ability to be creepy as fuck. I mean, yes, that as well. Yeah. You you, you gain the ability to be incredibly fervent. Yeah. Because keep on what these people are doing when you get the extreme version of your powers. Like yeah. you will get the baseline things. You can take bullets. Yeah. You can survive longer falls. Yeah. You're a little more durable. Let's yeah. just say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the abilities are, in, are like, they're increasing on the abilities that you use in the skill. Yeah. Like, when that football guy did his stuff, he didn't, like, you know, summon a football from the air. No. He just was able to do the moves with something else and stop a crime. Yeah. So, you, so everything of the actions you are doing, that's why the knitting one works, and that's why um, <laughs> the skeleton one works. Yeah. Is because it's just extreme versions of... Of, of the one thing. Of that skill. Yeah. Of what the skill allows you to do. So what you're telling me is that Sting has sex powers. He, ha- he <laughs> I mean, both in there and in real life, Sting has sex powers. <laughs> Wait, is Sting a dimensional traveler from this world? <laughs> he, has, he has sex powers and he has no, um, uh, no awkwardness when he talks about them. That's no his magic. That's magic power. His magic powers that he can just be like. No Tan- sexual shame. <laughs> Tantric sex. Yeah. We just met. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you a whole new world. I don't want. I don't want to go with you, Stig. I'm sailing away, <laughs> sending out an SOS. <laughs> I was singing a police song, right? Uh, no, I don't think you were. No, it's not "Come Sail that's, Away." No, uh, that sticks. What? Yeah. Damn. Close enough. No. <laughs> one sting, one sting. not. They sound close no, enough. No, it's really not. Yeah. It's really not. There's like... Th- By the way, SOS doesn't stand for, like, the emergency thing. It stands for sex of source. Sex of sex. Sex of sex. I will sex your sex. <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> I am sting sex robot. <laughs> <laughs> That went in a weird direction. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you have a world full of nomadic roving groups of sportsmen. I mean, no, here's the thing. I think here, I think this this is us just making another fantasy world, Kevin. It kind of because, is. Yeah, because it's it's the people who are extreme into physical sport. Yeah. Right. Are going to excel at that over and over and over. But you're also going to have people who are like, I just really want, I really love enjoying, like exploring caves. There's extreme spelunkers. Yeah, and they'll be going into caves. Yeah. Well, and also once they gain this, they gain the skills you get from that. Yeah. They they gain good climbing skills. They're good at maintaining direction. Yeah, they're hyper they have hyperspatial awareness. Yeah. They probably have better than usual night vision. There's a, some people who are just going to be like I just love swimming so much. They become mer people. <laughs> they can breathe underwater. I mean, here's the thing, we're no, talking they can hold, they can hold their we're, breath we're for We're talking a about a, a, like this world except with this rule. So that means evolution still takes place. But if people are going to these extreme things all the time, yeah. they're going to evolve in different ways depending on where they are and what they do. But it's it's I guess the, the idea would be that if that's the, the 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 truth that you know you get these abilities being extreme, then I guess it could become like like the tribalism becomes around like this is a swimming group, yeah, this is a fishing group. It these, becomes these are not only fishers. it becomes not only a fantasy world but a fantasy anime world. 
Yeah. Where everyone is part of a group and everyone in that group follows the same trope. Theme. Theme. <laughs> theme. Yeah. It's a theme, it's Jeremy. A theme. Yeah. It's a, they're all themed. They're all themed. It's theme groups. Yeah. <laughs> But there'd be real phys- there'd be real physical differences too, right? It's like in the real world, yeah. the Inuit don't have sweat pores. What? They don't. That can't be true. They look it up. If you don't believe me, look it up. They don't. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. I mean, they probably have some on some places in their body, but there's a bunch of places they don't, and that's because they live in such a cold place that they don't sweat and haven't needed to sweat for a long time. That'd be an insane thing for you to be wrong about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so people will evolve slightly. Like, I, like, we're not going to get the thing where it's like people have like gills or anything like that. But the, no, but they can probably hold their breath longer. Well, yeah, but but uh, but part of that is not even just a physical difference. Part of that is just the like the ability, this cosmic ability. Yeah, but they probably grow with like sleeker bodies and longer arms and limbs. Yeah, they have swimmers' bodies. Yeah, yeah, because they're swimmers. They all look like Michael Phelps. It's just a just a Meanwhile, there's Michael a group Phelps. of extreme runners and they all look like Usain Bolt. <laughs> just run it. Oh my god, extreme runners? Yeah. I guess the idea is that you can run over any train. You can run over any train for however long you want and super fast. <laughs> well, because I think the version of extreme running is I can't remember what's co- I mean, is it free running? Is it parkour? Yeah, I guess it's kind of parkour. Well, because there's also that um there's the 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 running it's where It's harder you- to do parkour though when there's not any cities. Well, I still think cities would grow at a certain point. Okay. Because I, I guess it depends on the group. Because here's the thing. I, I think... Because the Spelunkers would probably have an underground city. <laughs> well, what I was thinking is that like, at a certain point, people would want, still want growth. And security is different than safety. That's true. Like, you, we, they could just build a city that is built for the parkour guys and for like all the people who want a city to still live in. Because yeah. you still want all those amenities. You still want clean running water. Because yeah. you can't do sweet sports stuff if you have dysentery. Right. So, basically, what's in, my, in the end game, like modern times in my mind of this yeah. world, is that there are several cities that are floating in the sky <laughs> from all the mad scientists. <laughs> who've created repulsor technology. Yeah, who've created repulsor technology. And on the ground are all these supermen. Basically, <laughs> supermen and women that have all these amazing physical abilities. I mean, this is pretty. And then, like, they petition the science guys who are in their cities to give them the technology to make their lives better. <laughs> all the while, there's some crazy ass evil people doing stuff too. Yeah, because like any human, there is the potential for both good and evil. Yeah, and in the same skill. Yeah, like like there like there's a moment. Where where an extreme skateboarder has to battle an evil extreme skateboarder. Yeah, and they're in the half pipe of vengeance, <laughs> which is a location that is built and you can visit. Yeah, in this world. Yeah, yeah. you challenge somebody for righteous vengeance <laughs> with your skateboards that are made, do that a have, McTwist that have like knives on them. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably made of knives. Shooting lasers out the side or something. Well, you do it during a laser show. But the, but the lasers are not they're, they're not light lasers they're I'll cut you in half lasers. Jeremy, there's always a laser show going on. <laughs> I know. There's bands yes. that have to be extreme. Yep. Which means that the bands you are getting are not like you're not getting the subdued like just, like Ryan Adams playing a, an acoustic guitar. No no no, no 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 no. You are getting like Kiss 
Yeah, you're getting Kiss, but instead of doing like three minute pop rock songs, they're doing like four thousand word epic poems, like the Iliad. Okay, so so what we're talking about is more of like Norwegian black metal, yeah, or Norwegian epic metal, yeah, or just Norwegian like any sort just of Norwegian metal, Norwegian light metal, Norwegian light metal still qualifies. <laughs> <laughs> It's essentially they're playing the same songs, but they're all wearing reading glasses. Ah, yes, bifocals. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're, they're leaning up so they can read their. Uh, yeah, so their they, notes. <laughs> they look so arrogant because their noses are turned up, but really they're just trying to read through their bifocals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's what Norwegian light metal is. Yeah, no, this this is an anime fantasy world, Kevin. <laughs> all this stuff exists. Yeah, and so and like you, the thing is that. Even at our current stage right now, it's going to be further ahead in technology because you. Well, all it's you going is... to be both further ahead and further behind. <laughs> Straight up, depending on what you're what you're about. What you're about, and also just a mad scientist isn't going to be like, I need to make a better table, right? <laughs> I mean, you could be an extreme carpenter. You could be an extreme carpenter, but the carpenter the carpenter will make an extreme table, which means it might not even be a good table. <laughs> Well, no, no, it has to be. No, it can. It be, has to be the would, best table. It would be well constructed. It would be a very sturdy table. No, Jeffrey, let me explain to you. It's going to be the kind of table that you sit down like, oh, what a nice table, and then you unfold it and it's bigger. Then you unfold it and it's a games table. Then you like unfold another part and it's like a ship that you can hop into and fly away in because that's an extreme table. That's not carpentry though. That's engineering. <laughs> I mean, you you start to get like things that that blend that in blend from both. together. Okay, because you're because okay. you're like, I want to make an extreme table, which also involves engineering. Yeah, I want to make a table that is also a bed that is also a house. <laughs> so I'm going to have to learn many things. Yeah. Like when, like in Triple X, the Return of Xander Cage, any of the, like the abilities that they have, like the like they're, they're all sort of these meb, like nebulous things where it's like they have a general ability skill, yeah. like. Superhuman crashing. Yeah, or I think gymnastics and sniping. Yeah. I guess the control. Because at one point she, like, strings herself up from a tree and has a sniper rifle and essentially told the entire time, don't shoot anyone. And she's like, I want to shoot someone. Pew. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. (laughs) This is the sound a gun makes. Pew, pew. (laughs) And then she does that, like, (laughs) that circus thing where they're on the ropes and they just unfurl down the rope. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's probably the most, you know... Easiest way to get down from that tree. Wrong. Go for it. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're going to have such... Everyone has to live their life so much out loud. Yeah. Like, how would farming work? How is, how, what's extreme farming? Is it in the sky? I, th- I think it's... I don't know if you can extreme farm. So is it just free farming that you're just like, people have to gather? Yeah. It's probably, it's probably like anarchy farming. Where you just have this like wide set of land, and you're like, I will find all the food on this land. Okay, because hunting for sure, yeah, it's yeah. thing. I mean, everything's extinct. <laughs> Everything we can eat is extinct. You you think so? Yeah, until the mad scientists create cloning technology. And I mean, they would repopulating the world with animals that have been extinct. Jeremy, the nice thing is that we have one group that is absolutely just like consume destructive. Um, the, to be fair, in Triple X, I think environmentalism is a thing in there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's it's that sort of coolness. Um, and you have one group that's just like, you know, 
extreme hunting and extreme gathering. And then you have one group that's just like, I can create anything I put my mind to. Yeah. This world is insane. It is crazy. It's absolutely crazy because you have one group that can make anything, anything you know, that they want. They can this, make clones. This world is probably in danger of literally blowing up every day. Well, yeah, there's always a bomb that has to be disarmed, but Jeremy yeah. always gets disarmed because the rule of extreme sports heroes <laughs> is that the good guys win. Yeah, yeah. Always. Well, that's not the rule of this world, though. I, of extre- the, our topic was, what the, if extreme people were superheroes? Jeremy, what's more extreme than saving the world? I mean, that's true, but I just, I don't, I think eventually... Unfortunately, just like the real world, we're going to blow everything up, Kevin. Well, well things are going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, of course, there's going to be catastrophes. But I, but I think in the end, like, any, like, like there's going to be many catastrophes. There's going to be the things that kick off a movie. Yeah. There's going to be a satellite crashing into Samuel L. Jackson. There's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a shark jumping up and eating Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be a John Travolta talking to Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, all these things, all and these more things and that more. will happen. <laughs> <laughs> but but then you'll have like the extreme sports heroes. Yeah, coming in and saving the world on like a larger degree. That's true. Yeah, I just I I don't I think, think I think there are parts of the world that are just wastelands. I mean, it's not going to be great in some parts of yeah. the world, but you're always an extreme sportster. As long as you live your life to the extreme, Jeremy, you'll be fine. Unless if you're evil, because the good ones will win. Because what's more extreme than surviving the world than living the world? What's what's more extreme than saving the world? Destroying the world? No, eh. no, I don't think it is. So it's the same level. I don't. Th- I I wouldn't say so because you have to do more. It's because you have to do more to save the world. No, 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 no. You don't. You just think that way in movies because at that point the villains already done all their planning and fundraising, and <laughs> done all the infrastructure work. No, I'm I'm willing to paid say off it, all the right officials. I'm willing to say that it is harder to save the world than it is to destroy the world. Okay. <laughs> do you really think it's harder to destroy the world? Because I'll tell you one thing. We've been destroying the world for a long time now, and it's been pretty damn easy. It's a slow burn. <laughs> the reason that I'm saying that, and the reason I think that means it survives, is because one of, I think, the rules of extreme uh, sports that I have learned from, let's say, parkour, which is like, oh, this is the most easiest way to traverse this environment. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's maybe the most efficient way. Yeah. Means that... Adding more difficulty to something just increases the chance you'll survive it. Wait. Yes. We're not going back to the underdog episode. No, no, no. It's, no, it's not, the, not the underdog, but it's like the idea that if... if that You're th- saying if something is less likely, it becomes more likely to happen, which is when we misinterpreted the underdog no, 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 episode, no, no, no. and we were on the ground, Kevin, no. doing what? <laughs> Jeremy. Doing what, Kevin? Jer- no. Say it, Kevin. You know that... I'm not saying the title of it. <laughs> Say it. Coming, just coming all over the place. Coming and crying, Kevin. Coming and crying. <laughs> no, Jeremy, it's the idea. It's the difference between pulling out a gun and shooting someone, and doing a bunch of sweet flips and kicking them in the head. Well, it's the difference between shooting a gun and gun fu. Yeah, and yeah, it's the difference between gun kata and shooting a gun. Mm-hmm. Like it's the difference between equilibrium. Oh my god, equilibrium is a world of people who are extreme guns. Yep, guns, extreme gun shooters. Do, pe- do people invent guns? Probably the scientists do, but why would you invent a gun? It's to not be, very efficient. To be an extreme, one, the only reason that a gun would be useful is if you could do gun kata with yeah. it. Yeah. So I guess if you have like someone who's like, I'll invent a like you, you would not. Why have, do you need a gun when you can just have a death ray? Here, here, here's the problem: is you would not have 
the flintlock gun. You would not have the earlier versions of guns because they're not as no, extreme. No, you just go straight to machine gun. You'd ha- no, 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 because it's also not extreme. The, extre- uh. the, extre- the extremist gun, Jeremy, is two pistols. <laughs> what about... It's thought- a Kimbo pistol. What about sawed-off shotguns? Nope. They're pretty extreme. Maybe if you had two <laughs> rolling a Kimbo, then yes... But it's two pistols, so you can also sword fight with the pistols as you're firing them. Watch Equilibrium. Or just watch Dark Tower. I get... His guns are made out of Excalibur, Kevin. No, I understand that. But in Equilibrium, they are sword gun fighting. Okay. I mean, in this world, there's probably actual gun blades. (laughs) They are also completely deaf. Yeah. Because if you watch the scene, they're just firing guns next to each other's ears all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just Kirsten Bale and I know Sean Bean's in there, but I think he dies pretty early on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just deaf. Just going, what? I need to save the world. What? What? Come with me. We must go to the monks of Gunkata. Be like, oh, I hate going to those guys. Sorry, what? Don't worry. This time I brought pen and paper. <laughs> what? We're not going to bring him. No. We're not bringing him. We're he not can bringing stay here. Him. Did you say something about me? Nope. Pointed at me. <laughs> For those listening, I just did some sweet charades. <laughs> For those watching, stop watching us. Stop watching stop us. Stop watching us. <laughs> Stop watching us. I know we're just two guys outside your house, but stop watching stop us. Stop your references. I'm just references to old episodes now. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently that's the way this episode is going. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's wrap up this world. Let's figure out like exactly what's going on. Okay. Well, we have nomadic bands. Yeah. And strange extreme cities. Yes. There's science in the world that is more advanced than our current world. Yeah. But it's rare and condensed in places. Well, here's... I don't know how rare it is. I think we are dealing with a two-world type situation. Yeah. Where you have the technology world. And, and, and that's not just mad scientists. You also have extreme people. Like, like, like the, the part- Is this world like the Jetsons where up above the clouds is a really futuristic nice world and underneath is just a horrible place? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's this whole theory with the Jetsons because they never go down to yeah. Earth proper. Yeah, that it's just a wasteland below there. That's no, why like, everything's up in no, the sky. No, Jeremy, it's the Flint. The Flintstones is down there. Oh. I mean, that's a pretty horrible place. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, there's slavery. I mean, it's it's pretty horrible considering that it's like twenty two, twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. Yeah, no, it's the Flintstones down there. Okay, the Jetsons gotcha. are on top. The Flintstones are on the bottom, and in the middle is Scooby Doo. <laughs> I guess in, that that's why it's always spooky there because it's misty. Yeah, because they're just in that mist level. They're in the mist level, living on a planet that in circ- I guess they're on some sort of shell planet. Yeah, the Hanna Barbera verse. This is my <laughs> this is my Hanna Barbera um, uni- multiverse multiverse theory. <laughs> what if there was a world under the Jetsons? Oh, that's just the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> what if there is a world above this Flintstones? Oh, that's just Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Where does Snagglepuss fit into this? Snagglepuss is the center of the goddamn planet. Right beside Yogi Bear? Right beside Yogi Bear. <laughs> Burning in hell where they belong. <laughs> 
Hey, Kevin. Yeah? If people like this episode... We got to wrap it up there? I don't... How can we go further I don't think... This? I think you're right. I don't think we can go any further. I think that's the end of it. Uh, hey, you can... Uh, you, you should uh, you should give us a a review a, a rating a subscription. rating a review a subscription tell your friends yeah do do that on Apple Podcasts do that on whatever sort of thing you want to do it on yeah Player FM we're on that write it on a post it note and put it on a wall somewhere yeah check out the third space five stars <laughs> send us a picture because I would love this I would love that this. I would yeah. love if they were just just post it notes yeah <laughs> that's our viral marketing scheme yeah. also I- littering everybody. Flash mob. Everyone litter advertise. Uh, <laughs> Take those fines. We're not going to pay them. You have to pay them. Yeah. Uh, I think if you say it's art, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, are you littering? No, oh, it's, it's art. art. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wait, is this costing public money? Uh, <laughs> In Calgary? No. Not anymore. Uh, not anymore. Calgary has lost that right, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, why'd you hire those people? But. Uh, <laughs> Hey, for anyone out there who doesn't know what's going on in Calgary, we have made some terrible public art because... Whoa, 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 whoa. You said we, like we made no, these no. decisions. Yes, me Kevin. and Jeremy have made... <laughs> no, like our our city council kept hiring people from like... Out of town. Out of town to make art in town. And people are like, we don't... You made a big blue circle. You put some rebar on the side of the road. Cool. Spend money on actual artists in the city. Yeah. Who know what the city's about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what we're going with. Um, Check us out on Twitter. You can uh, get us together. That's at Third Space Cast. Or you can tweet at us individually. I'm at Mighty Thews. I'm Master Man K. Weir. And if you follow our Twitter account, once again, that's Third Space Cast. Uh, you will get notifications on when episodes come up or when we do other stuff. Like recently, I did a spot on the radio. Yeah, yeah. You, you popped up on the radio, did some D and D, some Dune Dude, some Dune Dude. Yeah, some dunda. Some dunda. You're a dargargar. Dargargar. The joke is just for us. It's just for us. The joke was just for us. Well, unlike three other people if they ever listen. Nice. Yeah. Um, you can view our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. You can send us an email. That's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Spring Orchestra. Thanks for joining us on this weird ride. <laughs> you, th- you think we're drunk. We're not. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, so I figured it out. Okay. You must give me yes. an ode. An ode? To grass. An ode to grass. To grass. Okay, gotcha. Like like ground grass. Well, not, not like that grass. Not like that sweet, sticky grass. Not that sticky grass? That's the that's where people use. Not Jeremy, that... Not it, that sweet smoking grass, Jeremy. That grass will will be legal in Canada by July. I think is the idea. That grass. So we need to get our lingo going. What about grass? Yes. <laughs> no, no. The grass. Are you on a space? Say thank no, you in no, Spanish. No, no. The grass on the ground. <laughs> okay. All right. Green grass. Yes. Wild grass. Whatever kind of grass you want, but the grass on the ground. Okay. All right. Ground grass. Give me a good ground grass oath. <laughs> okay. Right. Ode, not oath. I'm not, I'm not swearing anything to grass. Uh, maybe if you, do, if you can do both bonus points. Okay, gotcha. All right. Join us next week on The Third Space when we hack the world. Trying to get more time out of this. Trying to hack more time. Gotta. Don't go too far, though, Kevin. If I, if I keep hacking it, I must save everything. No, no, it doesn't work that way. You don't want to hack too much, just enough. Oh, no, Jeremy. 
I hacked myself away. Well, until next week, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place.